What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Save for the Sports History for July 1st, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery, coming at you live from the Comfort in Suites in Gap, PA. I want to take a quick minute to say congrats to my boy Mike and his beautiful wife, Monica. They It was a great wedding, great couple. I wish you guys the best of luck. Good time was had the entire day yesterday, and um, it's just good time, good to see them get married and just i wish you guys the best of luck all right phillies lost a tough one to the nationals two to one offense just couldn't really get much going um i i I think the big takeaway from this game is that sanchez is likely now our number five starter which i'm okay with this is like three starts in a row where he's really fit himself in and has done well uh, and, I mean, that's going to be huge for the bullpen going forward. He went six innings, gave up one run, and just looks solid. He's just seems like he's able to just go out there and eat innings, which is great. Uh, so we'd like to see that and keep keep that going. Uh, the Braves, though, man, they're, they're red hot. I mean, they, they put, beat the Marlins last night. And, I mean, they came in red hot, both, both of them, and they just trounced the Marlins. They, so the Braves at some point have to cool off. And, again, the, the Phillies, because they're not winning every night, they're still dropping games. Like, it's crazy that they are 11 games out as hot as the Phillies have been. Like, they've actually lost ground. Um, but they're back at it this afternoon against the Nationals. We'll see what happens. Uh, no real big news from the Flyers. Uh, Danny Breyer is still working the phone. There's a lot, I guess, going on behind the scenes. But... Uh, overall, I, I think as it's starting to digest a little bit, a great two days worth of the draft. I know there's still some some big moves still to start this rebuild up, but I, I think that's a good good start for him. All right, Sixers news, and again, this is as the Sixers turn. Um, you know, we've been following this now. Apparently, James Harden is upset. And that's why he wants to be traded from the Sixers. And I, I'm just not buying it, but he's just, he's upset at the way the Sixers handled his whole free agency, which I, I don't know. I mean, I think ultimately what it happens, he's butthurt because he thought they were going to give him more money than he did. I, now they fired, which I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing they fired Doc Rivers, but I, I think he's a little butthurt. I think he is overvaluing himself and – now the only way he's going to be able to do it is with a signing trade. Um, I, I, I think somebody would have given him money, but because it wasn't the Sixers, I, I don't know. It's, it's just a mess. But you know what? That's fine. Be hurt. Be upset. Uh, he wants to go to the Clippers. I know that from what I'm seeing and hearing, uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard will not be a part of that trade. The Clippers are actually trying to put together their own big three with Harden, which I don't care where he goes perfectly fine with that just i hope the sixers don't mess this up i feel like they you can't take on a contract that that's a long term like if you get a um, expiring contract whatever and like i think even if you take a step back this year to set yourself up for free agency next year you have toby coming off the books you have whatever james hard money you can't hamstring yourself with a bad contract so i'm anxious to see what happens um and if they're not going to get a player that or a long-term solution in a trade with Harden, I'm fine with just 
but let, let's get the contract and set yourself up for free agency moving forward. Basically do like a little mini tank for next year. Um, I also did see the Sixers are not extending Maxi yet. Um, and I think I'm okay with that. I think you need to figure out what sort of the team makeup is going to be this year moving forward. Um, but he, he remains a big part of their long-term future. So I'm okay with them holding on to see where sort of the chips fall and, and they go from there. Uh, but, yeah, so James Harden is, is upset. But sorry, bud. All right, today we're going to go back to 1951, July 1st, 1951. The Brooklyn Dodgers beat the Phillies two to nothing. Pee Reese, Pee Wee Reese, hit a three, uh, two-run triple to, to knock in the Dodgers' only two runs. Phillies pitchers Russ Meyer and Jim Constantine. That was the only hit they gave up. They they one hit the the Dodgers and they still lost. Um, so it's very hard to one hit a team and still lose. Uh, the offense just couldn't get it going. Much like the I guess the Phillies last night couldn't get it going. But that 1951 team was just very disappointing because they had just the Whiz Kids had won the pennant the the week before or the year before, and it was just 51 was just a very very disappointing year for the Phillies. I think they finished in fourth place. Um, just the, the expectations were high. Young team coming off the pennant, and they just couldn't get it done. But on this day in 1951, the Phillies, Russ Meyer and Jim Constantine. One hit the Dodgers, and the Phillies still lost 2 nothing. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. It is now July. We've been looking forward to this. I'm excited to keep this thing kicked off. It's the Philly Sports Most Lovable Losers Tournament. But before we get into the tournament, be sure to support whatever team you like in Philly, whether it's the Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, uh, Phillies, uh, if, you, if you want to support neighborhoods, Whatever it is, go to phillygoat.com. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. Show your support for your favorite team. And, the, again, they're quality shirts. Uh, make sure they have the, the goat on the sleeve so you know it's authentic. But go to phillygoat.com. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. All right. So before we get into the first matchup, quick kind of rundown. If you haven't listened to the Back to the Future yet, uh, I'll give you more details there, but basically what I did was I saw a question on um, Barstool Philly, and basically it was, who's your favorite Philly sports team to not win a championship? And it got me thinking, and I figured, you know what, this would be a fun thing to do in July when there's not much going on. It's just the Phils right now. So what I did, all the teams that were runners-up for each of the teams, the four teams, they got the top seeds, so that's why you'll you'll see teams that lost the Stanley Cup, NBA Finals, Super Bowl, World Series. They're the top seeds, and then from there I went with playoff teams and like our favorite playoff teams that maybe could have done well, maybe just underachieved. So th that's what filled out the rest of the bracket. The one exception is the 1964 Phillies. They're the only team in the tournament that did not make the playoffs, um, but. Basically, what we're going to do is each bracket, you got the Eagles bracket, Phillies bracket, Sixers, Flyers bracket. Just going to go through the matchups one a day for the month of July. And then you guys tell me. You guys are going to vote uh, whether you're using the poll on Spotify, you're commenting on wherever you get the podcast, on YouTube, on my social media, which I'll give you all that information in a little bit. 
send me a text message, smoke signal, I don't care, just get the vote in. At the end of the day, I'll tally it up, and then whoever wins, they move on. Um, so the criteria, that's basically up to you, and that's why I kind of wanted to make this more fun and interactive. You could be the talent level of the team. It could be how much they disappointed, like the 64 Phillies was just a huge disappointment. Um, and then you got the intangibles, like how much they captivated the regions. We've talked a lot about like that 01 Sixers team that just everybody was was on them. Um, how lovable they were. Um, I know there's certain teams that they won, but they're just they don't connect with the fans. And then you have like the the 2017 Eagles who won the Super Bowl, but th everybody loved them. They just had a great personality, Kelsey speech, and all that. Um, were the were the teams over or underachievers? Um, you use your own criteria. I'm going to give you as much background on the teams as I can, and then you guys do the vote. So without further ado, I am excited and I'm thrilled to kick off this tournament. We're going to start in the Eagles Regional, and the first game is the number one seed, the 2004 Eagles, versus the number eight seed, the 1988 Eagles. 2004 team, that's a team that went 13-3, and really. They went 13-1, and and then uh, just benched everybody for the last two games that's why it was 13 and 3 um but that was the year to finally came put the eagles over the top they went to the super bowl to did get injured in the playoff run but came back and had that miraculous comeback in the super bowl um i think the disappointment level on this team is a lot because of just how much they had gone through before they got there and i i, I will say i think for this team a lot of their issue was once they made it past the NFC Championship and actually won, I think that was sort of like, oh, we finally made it. And I think that may have played a role a little bit in that Super Bowl. I, I do think this was the high point of Andy Reid's career as an Eagle um, or as Eagles head coach. Um, but the 2014 uh, high level, in my opinion, high level disappointment, um, really, really wanted them to finally get over the hump and, and really win. Uh, but because of just the expectations and everything, that's why they were one seed. Uh, however, this is an interesting matchup because the 1988 Eagles is an eight seed. I think they might be a little underrated, but uh, they were up and coming at the time. They w finished 10 and six. They got hot late, and I think that's important to know. They went six and two over their last eight, overtook the Giants for the division. We talked about that yesterday. And I think of all of the Buddy Ryan teams, the 88 team had the best chance to win the Super Bowl. And then they got screwed because of the fog. Randall had a monster game. Um, and it's just, unfortunately, they were down when the fog came in. And they just, neither team really did much once it came in. Um, that This team, I will say, they were one of, the, obviously, they were the last team in on the Eagles bracket. They beat out some of Chip Kelly's playoff teams, uh, the 2013 and uh, what was it, 2014 teams. Um, they also beat out the 2001 team that went McNabb's first trip to the NFC Championship game. Uh, they made the tournament again because I felt like they were that was this was the year. The '88 team was the year the Eagles would have had the fog not come in and we talked about that on back to the future so go back and check out the the episode we did on the fog bowl but it's it's like i said it's an intriguing matchup one versus eight uh but it's up to you guys now you tell me 
and whatever criteria you want to use is fine with me, but we have the 2004 Eagles versus the 1988 Eagles. Who disappointed you more? Who was the better team? Who would win in a matchup? And I will say in a matchup, I, I use what if sports a, a ton for a lot of this stuff. And I will say I played 10 had these teams I had them playing 10 games at a, a neutral site. I think it was a Metrodome I picked in Minnesota. And the 2004 Eagles won nine, nine times out of 10. They won. But you tell me, where do the, the 2004 versus the 1988 Eagles rank? Can the, the 88 Eagles pull off the upset? I mean, if I had to choose, uh, I don't know. I might. This might be an upset. Um, but we'll see. You tell me. Look for the, the poll on Spotify. Leave a comment wherever you're following this. Hit me up on social media. Uh, Facebook, if you, if you follow me on Facebook, leave me a message there. I'm going to put a poll there. Uh, Twitter, Jimbo underscore Mont. Leave me a, uh, a comment on TikTok, uh, Jimbo Mont. Uh, Instagram, Philly Jimbo. You just tell me. Let me know. Uh, and by the time we, we record tomorrow, I'll have a winner for you. And then we'll move on to the next bracket. But it's going to be a beautiful day in the area. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. Remember, on this day, back in 1951, the Phillies lost to the Dodgers 2 to nothing, but they only gave up one hit. Uh, we'll, we'll give you an update tomorrow, too, on As the Harden Turns. Uh, but I'm Jim Montgomery. Go have yourselves a Saturday, and until next time, I'll see you when I see you.